My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following Hot Seat session, community member Jeffrey Lerner is dealing with career anxiety, which is manifesting itself largely as procrastination. As many of my students, myself included, have discovered in the past, the root cause of procrastination is often a bigger psychological issue that is rooted in perfectionism. I always say that procrastination is essentially a synonym for perfectionism. If you have ever felt stuck in a job that you didn't want, but you were paralyzed to make a change, listen in to see how Jeffrey's situation might apply to your own. If you find these sessions valuable, we're gonna be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are gonna be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Jeffrey Lerner, made possible today by our amazing sponsors, Evercast and ErgoDriven, who are featured just a bit later in today's episode. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. 
So yes. what is your hot seat I mean, topic? It's a kind of combination. I've been having a lot of just trouble moving forward on things. And I think that's been my biggest issue right now is I feel stuck and a lot of anxiety about it. And it's been hard. I mean, I have uh, an idea. I shot a um, promo piece that I need to do for a docu-series. And I've just been very slow about breaking it down and getting it going and finding, you know, probably an editor to work on it with me to uh, make a sizzle reel. And it's just been very hard for me to do that as well as looking for, you know, what my next step is in employment and working with trying to get a script done. So there's a lot of things of parsing that out and making a plan that I'm actually going to move forward on. So I've been having a lot of anxiety about that. Where specifically are you stuck? Be as specific uh, as possible. I'm. That's, 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 that's the whole goal here. It's more feeling that, you know, it's like just getting the next step. It's going into the next step. It's like take charge and, and move forward on it and stop either procrastinating or feeling that, you know, I don't have the skill sets to move forward on. I mean, some of it sounds very psychologically, you know, debilitating in my own head. It's just more of how do I command that, that to uh, just keep moving forward. So when you say the next step, do you mean the next step in 90 minutes this afternoon for this one project that you shot? Or do you mean the next step in life? I think it's well, I mean, first, I mean, I know I have a lot of stuff to do in my life, you know, obviously with COVID and my family, like you, you know, like everyone has to juggle those things. But to about this project and trying to help, because if I don't move forward on something, then it's not going to help me advance my career. You know, it's like I'm impeding that process. Mm hmm. How confident are you that the project that you're working on now that you just shot is moving mm -hmm. you in the direction that you want to go? I think I'm confident that it can be. There can be a, a synergy in somewhere that it will allow me some steps to move forward in that, you know, even in creating a docu-series, then I'd be a writer-producer in that area. You know. Okay, so give me a little bit more context. I want you to convince me. Sure. Tell me what a little bit more about what the project is now. Mm -hmm. And assuming you complete it and it's successful, how mm -hmm. does it move you towards what is going to be your next big picture goal? Um, it's about a group of young people who are into drag racing. So from 6 to 16, a lot of them are much like anyone going to Little League or soccer or Baseball, this is their outlet. This is their sports outlet. This is their way to, uh, figure out how that they, what they want in life. And it's a community and it's a community of people and families that get together during the weekend and race. And they are all motivated to learn about how to work together, how to challenge each other and how to work and also compete. And I think it's a, it's a good story. I think there's a lot of interest in the uh, league. So it's a league that's around the world, around the country. And um, I find it interesting that six-year-olds are driving race cars. Oh, my God. Uh, you, I didn't know you were talking about six-year-olds. I assumed like six teenagers, six, like 15. Six, six to 16. Yeah. Wow. So six-year-old drag racers. Yeah. Um, and uh, what format specifically? Is this short-form doc? Is this docu-series? Like what think format this, is it taking? I think this could be take a form of docu-series. Right now I have about 90 minutes of material to go through uh, some interviews and some B-roll. We shot in Irwindale. And breaking that down, you know, I did some transcripts, and um, I think there's something here. I mean, it, definitely there would be, need to be more shooting to, you know, to uh, to wrap arounds or do other things. And I need to give it a, you know, need to get it going. 
you know, it's having raw footage and just sitting there is not doing me any good. Right. Uh, so you see, you said that I see it becoming a docu-series, but it mm. sounds like what you're doing now is potentially like a promo reel or a sizzle reel. Like what's the, the format of this one piece that you're working on? It next? should be a probably a three to five minute piece that gives a flavor of what this is going to be so that I can take it out to potential interested, you know, producing companies or production partners to partner with because I don't have you know, a huge cachet about doing docu-series for uh, networks. So definitely want to do something to get that interesting going. All right. So the the short version is that you're putting together a three to five minute sizzle promo reel so you can find either a producing partner, investments, and or both so you can turn this concept into a docu-series. Correct. Assuming that happens... What's the next stage of your career after this becomes a docu-series? Is the goal that I want to be a successful docu-series director and producer? Is that I want to be editing these? Like, what's what's kind of the big be, thing that this leads towards? Be a producer, director, yes. To be so a, you want to be a producer, director of docu-series? Well, I think that's part of I mean, I have to look at both angles. It's both scripted and docu-series. I mean, I think the entrance is, is in these days, you have to be kind of a little bit more nimble. Mm-hmm. And about how how you know where content is going. So I have a little bit more background. Obviously, makes a little work in my background that to continue at least as an opportunity to look into the docu series format. All right. So for you, it's about being a producer director, right. telling stories and various types of content, but it doesn't have to be docu series. Could be scripted. Could be unscripted. But yes. really moving towards becoming a producer director of content. Correct. Yes. And it sounds to me like it's content that is in the, what well, I guess would be the, the inspirational genre or like, well, what is it specifically thematically about this drag racing story that is connecting you to it and making you want to spend what could potentially be a year or two years of your life telling the story? I do. I think it's a family aspect of it that I found a community that I didn't expect that, uh, they're like little pods of uh, families that get together and they drive around the country. And, uh, it's not a cheap sport. It's a, it's, it's somewhat expensive, you know, to get into, but those people that do it feel, you know, some of them actually go on to be real, you know, later in life go on to race themselves in professional races. So it's a, uh, to me, it was about family. That was what it came down to is that there was, uh, the mothers, the fathers, uh, brothers, sisters, they all came out. They're all, you know, helping each other. And then they help each other in the team. You know, like some may be in a different league or, I mean, different age division. So, like, the young girls will go with the older girl. You know, like, there's this, like, mentoring that goes on or and also uh, camaraderie that goes on that I thought that was interesting. That they were and building. that sounds like something that could be a, potentially a theme that mm-hmm. you would have in future projects that you want to direct and produce. Yes, I think family and camaraderie and helping each other, those are different, definitely themes that I like about what um, I want to do, yeah, something like that. So what I see is a very clear connection between what you're doing next and what you ultimately want to be doing. I can see very much a, a clear path where if this becomes successful, it leads to the next thing that's a good fit for you, which leads to the next thing that's a good fit for you, which then leads to you really doing what you want to be doing. Right. Do you see that connection? Um, not really. <laughs> I see a connection. I don't know if it's the connection because I have to believe in that connection. 
My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview, but if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. The root of procrastination is not, I'm not very good with Trello, or my to-do list is messy. Those are just symptoms of a much deeper root cause. Right. So perhaps one of the root causes of the procrastination is you're not totally sure if doing this is going to be worth my time based on how it connects to where it is that I want to get. And I actually see a fairly clear connection, but I want to make sure you feel that as well. So that might be one area that you want to explore a little bit more deeply. Okay. The other thing I want to ask is sure. when it comes to this specific three to five minute piece, could you explain to a total stranger what the process looks like from beginning to end? Have you done this before and yes. do you understand the process? Yes. So then for you, it's not about I'm not doing it because I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know how to break down footage and I don't know how to organize transcripts and I'm just, there's so many unknowns that I'm just stuck because I just don't know the process. It sounds like you could probably do this in your sleep. Yes. Probably. So process is not an issue. So what ultimately do you think is stopping you from jumping in and organizing your footage and breaking down your transcripts and cutting things into a sequence or hiring another editor? Like what ultimately is the thought that comes into your mind when you get in front of your computer and you're like, yeah, I got to do it now, but I don't want to. 
that's what I get. That's, that's the feeling I have. I don't know what to tell you. It's like, I feel frozen. Yes. So what are you thinking when you feel frozen? Give me a thought that goes through your mind. I want you to paint the picture of a very specific instance. Uh, an example would be, I was going to sit down and I was going to go through my transcripts and highlight sound bites and I just mm. couldn't do it. Give me an example of a very specific instance where you were stuck. Just you know, brought in the footage into Premiere and, you know, started watching it, you know, and I think then it's like, I stopped because like, oh, do I have enough? Do I have what it, you know, I did this interview or is the sound okay on this or do we have enough B-roll or maybe I need more photos, you know, that kind of stuff. So do you see a theme between all those questions? There's a very clear theme. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm. Is I'm this better. going to be good enough? Yes, that's a, that could be a good thing. I think that's probably my life mantra. Am I good enough? <laughs> I think I think the pro, I think the 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 deepest root cause of the procrastination yeah. is you're not sure that you're good enough to be doing this. Yeah. Is this going to be worth my time? And can I even make this good? And why should I bother? Right. So I'm assuming you've heard the term imposter syndrome before. Yes. Have you ever thought to yourself watching this footage or putting this project together? Who am I to tell this story and think that I can produce and direct this? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay, now I'm now sorry. we yes, know why you're. Yes. I, I, I got you. <laughs> yes. You, you caught me. Yes. That is the. Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to catch you. Um, no. 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 no, no I, I get. No. I, I. I've admitted it to myself, so I know that's that. So it's it's not a matter of well my workflow is a little uh, disorganized in Premiere. That, or, that is true too, but yes. But those are, those are symptoms. Right. Those right, are right. symptoms. What I'm trying to find is the root cause, right. and the root cause is you're not really sure this is worth your time because you don't think you can do a good enough job. And the best way that I have found to chip away at imposter syndrome is to do just the tiniest little things to get positive feedback from others. So an example would be instead of living inside your own head and looking at this footage and saying, God, do I have enough? Like this B-roll sucks. Like, why didn't I put the camera here? And I don't even know if I can tell the story. Mm -hmm. Do you have people in your circle that have enough expertise that they could give you an objective perspective? Yes, there are people. What I would say is do just enough work. Don't even think about how do I do a three to five minute reel or how do I find a producing company that can partner with me to make this money so I can make a docu-series so I can be a producer, uh, an editor someday. The entire purpose right now for you, for your whole life, is to sit down in front of your computer and put together just enough material so you can go to somebody that you trust and say, what do you think of this? Do you feel like I have enough not to tell a docu-series but enough to make the story clear in three to five minutes that this would be engaging and interesting for a production company to potentially show some interest. If we break it down into smaller pieces and you know the only one that's going to look at this is somebody that you trust that can give you good objective feedback, mm -hmm. is that enough to take the actions necessary? Should try to. I mean, yes, it would probably be a little better for me to do that. Stuff. Because let's let me play the devil's advocate. Sure, is there any point in you spending, let's say, three weeks of your life putting together a three to five minute promo if your material sucks? Is there any point in doing that? No. Let's assume you're right. Let's assume everything you did is complete and total crap. Wouldn't you like to save three weeks of your life by showing it to a friend? And they're like, dude, this material, nobody should ever see this. Like, why are you wasting your time? Right. Well, great. Now you just saved yourself three weeks of your life because you got validation that your stuff is indeed total crap. That, to me, was a good question to ask early on that's going to save you. 
I don't think that's going to be the case. My guess is it's going to be the opposite where they say, this is really cool. I didn't even right. know that this was like, I'm already engaged with this. The idea of family and camaraderie and six year olds drag racing. Like when you're done with this, this is real. I want to see it. This sounds cool to me. And if your footage isn't perfect, I kind of don't care. What I care is, do you know how to tell a story? And if I'm a production company, do I want to be a part of this? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know what? His B-roll is not great. And the interviews, the lighting isn't terrific, but this guy can tell a story. And with our resources, this is the story that I want to tell with him. Mm-hmm. So don't focus so much on the details. Focus on, is this really something compelling and engaging? And can I convince others of that? And the first step is showing it to some trusted people, just asking, do, do I have something here? That's it. You don't even need to cut it together. Just give them a string out. Here's five minutes of interviews. Here's some B-roll. Like the, the people that would understand what a, a raw string out sequence looks yes. like. Right. that are going to know that stage of the process, just see if they, they think you've got something. Okay. And that might be just enough to chip away the tiniest little bit of imposter syndrome so you can cut the reel. You might still not believe, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a $3 million package and I'm going to make it a docu-series, but I've gotten far enough that I believe in my sizzle reel. So we're going to chip away at a one, one tiny piece at a time. If we do that, does it make it simple enough for you to sit down in your computer today and take one action for 60 minutes to move this thing just the tiniest bit forwards. Yes. What are you going to do for 60 minutes today? What's the next thing you're doing? (laughs) I'm going to string out the interviews into a a, uh, sequence. So, I mean, I mean, I'm not a full editor per se, but I can do this kind of work, you know? Sure. You know, so I would actually argue there's a much more important next action. I think that's your second action. I think your first action is you need to send a message to somebody to ask them if they're willing to look at it, mm-hmm. knowing that they've committed and they've said, you know what, I'll definitely take a look at something when you have ready. Mm-hmm. Then you now have a little bit of pressure to put together that string out sequence for 60 minutes. So yes. do you have a, do you have a picture in your mind already of who that person would be that can give you some, uh, some good feedback that you trust? Yes. Some other producers. Yes. I would send an email to them as soon as you're available after this call to get the commitment. Then you know that somebody is expecting you to send the string out. Okay. How do you feel about all that? A little scary, but I guess it's part it's part of the job and part of it's, what I'm supposed to do. I want it to I want it to feel a little bit uncomfortable. I want yes. it to feel overwhelming or daunting or oh my god, I could never do this. But if it's like uh, I can do it, but I kind of don't want to, it's scary. That means that we've hit the sweet spot. Yeah. That's the discomfort zone. That's where I want you to be. Yes. I just feel like I'm living in the discomfort zone all the time. That's all. <laughs> and that and that's exhausting. I definitely don't yeah. want that. But in this yeah. one specific instance, I want you to feel just a little bit uncomfortable because that's where the growth and change are going to occur. Okay. I agree. So, after, growth after and change are good. Yes. Yes, they are. But they're they're also a little a little daunting and a little scary. Yes. Um but please follow up and let me know how this goes. I'm very interested to see what the response is and if going through this has helped you overcome this little block that you have right now. I appreciate it, Zach. Thank you. You bet. I appreciate you coming here and uh, being so open and willing with uh, the group. This is going to be very helpful, not only for you, but for others as well, because you are not the only one that struggles with this. I know. It's just I feel like it at times. Yes. Problem. We, we all do. We all feel yeah. the same way. So you're, yeah. But just know that you're not alone, and we all go through it. 
Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I'm into health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I can just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly repairing and rebuilding and the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating unfortunately as the years have gone by every day getting out of bed it's like you know two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps and that i thought you just sort of live with now but yeah once starting the collagen daily or near daily it's just gone so for us job 1a here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed 100 pasture-raised cows and then the second thing if you're actually going to do it every day it needs to be simple it needs to taste good well my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase for that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.